Are you thinking of starting a podcast? There are a couple of things that you need to consider. Well, first off, you need to consider your why. You need to know if you're doing this for spiritual reasons or for financial reasons. Now, when I say financial reasons, you know, I mean cold, hard cash. But when I say um, spiritual reasons, I mean reasons um, that are tied into some huge uh, mission, some gospel, some uh, vision that you are trying to achieve. For instance, I'm talking to someone who is thinking of starting a podcast because she wants to get uh, children interested in reading scripture. And she's not worried about how you can uh, turn that into revenue um, anytime soon. So um, her reasons for starting a podcast are spiritual. Some people are thinking of um, saving the environment or uh, advancing the cause of um, sickle cell research, you know, stuff like that. So there are lots of reasons why people are starting podcasts that are not tied to how much money that they are going to make. Now, for my own podcast, on the other hand, I'm trying to use this as a credibility play so that I can leverage it for paid speaking, consulting and coaching engagements. So my own reasons for um, having a podcast are financial, while um, the lady who is uh, concerned about uh, children reading scripture, um, her own uh, motivations are spiritual. So um, the why is important. Why are we doing this? Now, this is the reason why that's important. Because if your motives are spiritual, then you have to consider the cost of keeping things going and how um, married you are, how wedded you are um, to that particular um, gospel that you are pursuing. And you also need to consider if you are well financed to keep the things going. Now, all this is really, really important. Now, for someone like me who has financial reasons for starting a podcast, um, I'm able to weigh, uh, I'm, I'm able to have a cost benefit um, analysis at the end of the day. I've made so many episodes, I've spent so many hours. How much do I expect to get back? How many consulting gigs am I doing right now? Uh, how much money am I making? You know, so there's, um, there's some analysis, some cost benefit analysis that can go into the whole thing. But then, if you're thinking um, chiefly um, spiritual, then um, sometimes the cost-benefit analysis is not that easy um, to make. So you have to consider the cost of keeping it going because it will involve um, costs. For instance, back to the lady who wants children to read more scripture. Um, she's going to have to pay for um, an editor. Uh, what else? Um, videography services. So editing videography services. She's going to do the um, moderation by herself. And also, uh, let's see what else. Okay, she's doing social media moderation. She has to pay for editing. Uh, let's, mm, okay, well, anyway, uh, so far we've come up with two costs. Now, paying for an editor <clears throat> every single week for a whole year, you know, that's 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 some change. You know, that's, that's some moolah. Now, um, it's definitely not going to cost, uh, let's say, 15000 um a month. It's definitely going to be more than that. I mean, of course, if your brother is, your younger brother is the one who's going to provide those services, then yeah, you can give him fifteen or 20 k every month and he'll do that for you gladly. But then, if you want um, a certain level of uh, professionalism or accountability, you're going to start considering other kinds of um, professionals and then the cost profile rises. And then all of a sudden, uh, this podcast of yours that you are attached to for um, spiritual reasons now becomes rather costly, especially if you have a family and other commitments. So you're going to be paying for, um, in this case, you'll be paying for videography services every month, editing services every month, now, she's not going to have to pay for um, hosting because I advise people 
<clears throat> excuse me, that they can um, start on Anchor, just like I'm doing. Well, Anchor has been bought over by um, Spotify. But bottom line is, if you're going to do this thing for spiritual reasons, there are hard costs. You need to run that calculation and you need to be able to figure out, am I going to be able to keep coughing up this dough? So uh, back to the 15K example, assuming she's only spending 15K. So let's say it's a younger brother. You give your younger brother 5K so he can edit the stuff and maybe the videographer goes to the same church as you and then uh, he takes maybe 10k a month by the way these are ridiculous figures that i'm giving it's not um it's not going to be um that low but just in case you're that lucky and you're able to get both services for um, 15k every month at the very least that is 100 and okay 10 is 150k then extra two months that would be you know, 30 so that's 180 okay so that should be 180 grand um for the year so you need to ask yourself that question am i that capitalized do i have an extra 180 grand every single year to keep this thing going especially for the three or four years that it might take this thing um to take off you need to ask yourself all these questions now if you're doing this for financial reasons starting your podcast for financial reasons um you need to consider if you have realistic expectations um, for when your podcast is going to start bringing you um, money. Uh, the financial returns that you, you will get from podcasts, if you are doing this for financial reasons, uh, will come through um, sponsors or advertising. Well, clearly, I'm not pursuing that on this um, show. So sponsors are advertising, um, selling coaching services. Um, uh, what else? Um, promoting paid consulting and then uh, trying to get speaking um, engagements. So those are some of the ways that people monetize um, their podcasts. So um, financial returns. How long do you think it's going to take for you to garner um, a certain kind of um, influence or audience base that will make um, sponsors start running after you? So you have to ask yourself that kind of question. And then you also need to consider that for podcasting or for other forms of content marketing, especially long form um, uh, content, podcasting is considered um, uh, long form because of the amount of time that your audience or your fans or whatever or your community has to invest to um um to reap the benefits of the content that you're producing so those of you who are writing blogs you know long blogs uh 1000 words 2000 3000 every day that's uh long form uh video okay well certain kinds of video are considered long form i think 10 minutes is considered long form so podcasting long videos long essays um that kind of content marketing it usually requires a long-term investment to pay off so bottom line if you start this podcast in january don't expect to start making money in March. Possible that you might start the podcast in 2023 and you might not make any money until uh, 2024, 5 or 6. So you have to ask yourself um, those um, questions. So these are some of the uh, things that you have to look into if you're thinking of starting um, a podcast, especially in the coming year, now that 2023 is coming to a close and everybody's all geared up and thinking about what to do for 2024. Now, what are the other things that you should consider with your podcast? You should also think about the format. Is it going to be solo style, just like me, you speaking into a microphone or your phone or a recorder um, or a camera? Or is it going to be the guest format where um, you interview um, someone? So those are the two um, major um, styles, uh, more or less. Um, 
Okay, yes, so now the interview uh, format is the much more popular format. You know, people start the show and um, you have someone on the other end of the table and then you guys have a conversation, you have some back and forth and you get to share your interesting ideas. Now, um, this is the most popular um, format of podcasting, but it does have a downside that I think um, you guys ought to be aware of, especially if you're trying to use um, this podcast for financial reasons. Now, when you have a podcast and you're, it's um, guest-based, interview-based, you can't showcase subject matter expertise. You can't make yourself out to be uh, the Don uh, or the what's the female version of Don. Okay, I guess whether you're a guy or a girl, you can call yourself a Don. So you can't showcase yourself to be um, uh, uh, the Don because um, you're constantly having to bring in new um, guests all the time. And you can show yourself off to be an interesting personality, but maybe not the subject matter um, expert that you um, want to be perceived as. And then for the interview podcast, uh, more logistics and planning are required. You have to book appointments. First of all, you have to look for people who are interested in coming on your show, uh, book the appointment, um, sync your calendars, remind them when they miss um, recording dates, decide on whether it's physical locations or not, deal with people um, coming late, uh, booking the studio, um, what else, getting your office ready if people are coming over to your office. Um, then there's also online recording challenges if you guys decide to do it online. Um, recording sessions um, drop out whether you're using um, Skype or Zoom or Microsoft Teams. Uh, hmm. I was going to say WhatsApp, but I don't know of anybody who does podcast recording over WhatsApp, but I guess that should be possible. Okay, that's something I should look into um, in the future. So there are these um, online recording um, challenges. Of course, the only way to solve for those problems is to have an audio guy on hand who's actually recording everything and who's going to have to splice up the audio once you're done. Um, you know, cut out the parts where uh, the internet um, failed or somebody's device failed or whatever. You're going to need some cleanup. Then um, this audio editing. Okay, yes, I already mentioned audio editing. And then you also have to meet the editorial needs of your guests because you interview people and then by the time they're done, people also want to be careful. Did I reveal too much? Did I talk about this too much? Uh, did I say some things that might have been confidential? So, of course, you're done with the... Uh, with the podcast recording, you hand it over to them so they listen to it and maybe they think, uh, you know what, take this one out or uh, maybe you didn't say this correctly, you didn't say that correctly, we need to follow up on this, follow up on that. So these are all the challenges and the downsides of when it comes to um, the guest format. So number one, you're not a subject matter expert. Well, I mean you are, but you can't really showcase that. Number two, all this logistics and planning that is required can be a headache. So, if you run a solo show like me, if you're contemplating a uh, solo show like me, then you can show that you're the Don or that you have a handle on the topic because um, this podcast is me, um, solo, over 730 episodes so far. And um, clearly, if you've listened from uh, before COVID up until now, I mean, clearly, you know that I have a handle on what I'm um, talking about and I know my onions. I mean, this is my topic because you can catch me uh, wake me up in the middle of uh, my sleep you can catch me whether I'm happy um, sad angry um, hungry hungry uh, whatever it is and I'm going to be able to give you um, an intelligent um, opinion when it comes to um, sales challenges sometimes marketing challenges but primarily sales especially from a perspective of um, personal selling and then of course I have none of the uh, pre-production challenges or post-production um, costs that run uh, that come into these sorts of things. 
Now, if you um, decide that in 2024, you're still going to do an interview um, format for your podcast, can you use the interview format to show that you're a subject matter um, expert? Then sure. There are some people who do that by using postscripts um, after the show. So you hear the part where um, the you were asking the person question, the person was answering, and then you put a little clip to say, oh, uh, that was the podcast episode. Um, in summary, this is what we learned. Um, these are the major thrusts um, of the conversation. Um, in my own professional opinion, you should do this this way, you should do that that way. You know, so you, you do the commentary in the postscripts. There are some people who do that um, in a, uh, what do you call it? Is it pro? No, okay, prologue comes after. Well, I'm not sure what the pre-thing is, the one that comes before. So there are some podcasters who do it a pre-thing, you know, the whole thing of, hello, welcome to the show. Today I'm interviewing Dr. So-and-so or Professor Mrs. So-and-so. This is what we talked about. These were the conclusions. Um, this is the overarching um, narrative uh from my own professional perspective you should be paying attention to this and this and this and that and after this you should execute on abc and one two three and um, enjoy the show so you can do that that's a way of um uh putting your own um uh what would i say putting your own opinion or your own professional um slant um on the interview either before it happens or after it happens and then there are some people who um, interject a lot during the interviews to insert their own opinions. So those are the um, options that are available. Okay, so over um, 10 minutes. So let me bring this to a close. Now, why am I bringing up this topic today? It's because there's going to be an upcoming uh, podcast by my new friend who is part of the Alumni UK Initiative. If this is your first time of listening to the show, Jen, uh, then scroll back uh, maybe two weeks, two or three weeks. And there was a part where I uh, I did a podcast episode on networking and I used the Alumni UK initiative um, as a case study. It's something that has been started by the um, Kingdom of the uh, by the United Kingdom. Um, so it's something that is being uh, what's that word? Should I say executed or um, hmm, orchestrated? Anyway, whatever the word is, the UK government is doing it through the British Council, Alumni UK, um, an association of anybody who has graduated from universities in the United Kingdom. And I use that as an example to show how um, you can try uh, formal networking um, initiatives and you can put them to good use um, to develop your career or to develop your business. So, by virtue of being a part of the network, um, I finished my master's program in the University of Aberdeen. That's why I had my master's in oil and gas law. So by being a part of the Alumni UK initiative, I've been chatting with lots of people there who have really, really um, interesting things. Some of them you might hear about um, on the podcast. But one of my new friends from the Alumni UK initiative is Dr. Itari um, Turner. She's a former university lecturer in Abuja. I think it's Bayes. Is it Bayes or Blaze? Well, one of these um, private universities, her academic um, specialty, her PhD is in human resources, um, amongst other things. Now, so she has a podcast that is um, going to roll out in 2024. And I'm going to keep you guys updated on Dr. Itari's um, show. I'm also scheduled to make a guest appearance on her own um, podcast. And then she has a series of events lined up for 2024. And it's built around not just business motivation, but also um, around execution. Because being pumped up and motivated is one thing, but you need to know the ABC, the one, two, three, the what am I going to do um, next to be successful in business. And that's what I focus on 
uh, over here on the podcast. So uh, for me, less fluff, um, more execution. So that's the reason why I'm bringing it up today. Basically, um, Dr. Itari, a podcast is coming out. And um, uh, I always um, let you guys know whenever there's a new entrant into a space or a discovery show, and I think it's going to be valuable. So keep your eyes peeled. Okay, it should be your ears since um, you consume podcasts using your ears. So keep your ears peeled or keep your ears open for Dr. Itari's show. I'll let you guys um, know when it launches. And also, um, if you are inspired by this podcast or by her own podcast and you're thinking that whether for spiritual reasons or uh, for financial reasons you want to start a podcast, these are the things that you ought to consider. So are you thinking of starting a podcast? Then hit me up. I will share resources with you on how to get started. I have paid coaching options available, but I'll share um, resources um, for free, especially stuff that you can find anyway, um, readily available um, online, so you can do it yourself. But if you think you need some help, then um, I'll be glad to help you out um, with that. So that's all for today, folks. Uh, Remember to connect with me on WhatsApp. The number is 80 six four six six two one four zero and the country code is plus two three four also connect with me on linkedin my name is tavishima Ayede. i'm on other socials but i spend most of my time on linkedin don't worry about the spelling you can confirm that and uh, the spelling of my name and my email address on the website where you're listening to this episode or the profile of the podcast app where you're currently listening to my voice so thanks for your time and attention i will catch you guys at the next episode